0: You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Good morning, everyone. It is a glorious morning here in Northern Idaho. I am out here, as you can probably hear with the crunching under my shoes, maybe the dogs racing around here. We are out for our morning walk, and we've been getting up super early for us. I am a morning person, mountain man not so much, but he doesn't like the heat, so we've been getting up at 6, 6.30, and we normally go to bed or try to go to bed around 8, 8.30, so, that you get really good sleep. He needs more than I do. So, we've compromised. I get my early mornings. He gets extra sleep. I just read at night a little bit before I crash. And then to get up and to just have a beautiful start to the morning and get out and walk in these beautiful temperatures. And I don't know. I just love it. And I hope you guys are taking time to. Do self-care and just take time for yourselves to regroup. This is so so important. So so important. So for those of you that are joining me, that are new to Mountain Woman Radio, my name is Tammy Treyer, and you can find my family at TreyerWilderness.com. We educate on our off-grid lifestyle. We live in northern Idaho and We basically teach on faith-led preparedness, homesteading, off-grid living, and just enjoy sharing, getting to know our community, and just hopefully inspiring others to not necessarily live an off-grid life, but to focus on preparedness. It's really, really important. I can't express that. You will be hearing much more of that as we progress. I've got so many good things to share with you guys today. I don't even know where to begin, honestly. This is podcast number 194, so you can find the show notes by going to treyerwilderness.com slash podcast dash 194. We have been extremely busy over the last... Three years, really, trying to progress out of the medical debt that I incurred, and we have never quite been able to get back on our feet, and we've been pushing over the last three years to sell our off-grid homestead. We traveled 2,500 miles and set up a canvas wall tent on property that we purchased sight unseen, and from there, we nurtured the overgrown wilderness land, into our home and homestead. And it has been an amazing process. I loved living in that tent for eight and a half months. I love the process. I love our home. I love our surroundings. But we can truly feel um, God's pushing us in a, into a new chapter, So, the last two months we have spent really pushing ourselves to get all the cosmetic work done on the inside of our home so that we can sell it. And a lot of people message and comment that they're so sad that we've put all this sweat, blood, and tears into our home and now we have to see it go. And I get that. I love my home. But my home is a home. It's something material. And I've learned very early in my life that material things can be replaced. There are things that can't be replaced, and those are the things that I hold dear. And like I said, I love my home, especially right now. My mountain man has made our home a tremendous place. It is so peaceful and comforting and... Just really an amazing piece of his handiwork and craftsmanship. And you can find all the photos of our home and what he has done by going to treyerwilderness.com slash five acres, and that's the number five acres. And you'll be able to see all his sweat and blood that has gone into things. I am a helper. We do this together, and uh, we each play a role. But he is the muscle. He is the heavy. He is the mastermind behind it all. He finally was able to put all those things that he's been carrying his head in his head for nine years into place, and it just looks phenomenal, and just. I love waking up in the morning. Our home is just such a great comfort spot. And to me, to be able to enjoy that before it sells is just priceless. So that is what we've been up to. That's why you haven't heard from me as often. That's why we've been inactive on a lot of our social media. Uh, I do just my Facebook Live video on Wednesdays on our Facebook page. And I feed that on YouTube. We do videos here and there, but we haven't been as active as normal, and that is why. (laughs) It's been a lot of work, and it's been a very trying time. Um, It's been really pushing ourselves physically and mentally to the limits. The mountain man had an emergency trip to the ER. Uh, He started to have a lot of tightness in his chest and chest pains, and a cough came on that wouldn't go away and sound like he was going to cough up his insides. So rather be safe than sorry. We went to the ER and thankfully that was no heart attack, just uh, dehydration and way too much stress for one man. But the good news is after all this hard work and grueling efforts, our house was listed on the market. Um, last Thursday, two Thursdays ago, Uh, and what a relief, (laughs) what a weight lifted from our shoulders. So, and you can find the listing on that same link that I just mentioned on the five acres. At the very bottom, you will find the link to the sales page of our property, and we look forward to handing the torch off to a new family that can come into our homestead and just basically take it over and just roll with it. Everything's in place, everything's ready to go, and it's just, like I said, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful place. It will make me feel really good to see someone take it over that appreciates it and sees in it what we do, and that's what it's going to take, is that kind of person. But I have something really amazing to share with you and Elizabeth I know you listen to my podcast and I just want to say I love you girl and thank you so much for your you and your family for your kindness and your generosity and such an amazing amazing gift a couple weeks back I got a message on our website from Elizabeth, and she mentioned she wanted to talk about Idaho property. So I just assumed she wanted to talk to me about our property. And you'd think after all this time I'd be excited and I would jump on that. But it was the weirdest thing. It was like something was keeping me from communicating with her. After communicating with her, I understood why. And what was funny is she shared with me that they had prayed about this, decided this, and took her a month to contact me because she was afraid I would think she was kooky. And I laugh at that because I was just so taken back by her kindness and her love to our family. That was the last thing. That wasn't even a thought. So, we finally connected. We played phone tag and finally connected on a Tuesday and we chatted. She didn't want to talk about our property, she was offering us her property as a respite. Uh, She has 160 acres north of us. She's from California. And uh, it has a cabin and a guest cabin and a shop. And is off-grid with solar and hydro. And for those of you that know, I can't be around EMFs. They just make my head really wonky, and I don't feel good. Even going to town, we went to town yesterday. I came home, I just had to pass out. I was totally and completely exhausted. You know how when you go somewhere and you're in conversation for like a full eight hours and you come home and you're just drained? That's what it felt like, and we weren't gone that long. Just being around all the EMFs and Pollution and everything else. My homestead is just such a great spot for me for my healing and for existing, just my day to day. So it was just felt like such a God thing to me when Elizabeth reached out and offered us her place for us to get back on our feet and just to breathe a little bit and for them to be able, she put it, for them to be able to give back some of what we've been giving all these years. And really, (laughs) really touched my heart. And uh, just such a blessing. So that's why I could see why I had such a hard time reaching out to her because the enemy was keeping us apart. She was offering such a genuine gift as a believer in Christ and the mountain man and I, through my illness, have learned to become humble receivers. That's very hard, especially when you are always the giver and you like giving. You know, there's a feeling that comes with each side of that coin. But if you don't learn to be a humble receiver, you will never feel that feeling, and you will rob the other person of feeling that amazing feeling of being able to give somebody. My good friend and dear friend Julie used to always say that, that if you don't allow other people to gift, you're robbing them of that joy, and it is, it is so true. So Elizabeth, <laughs> our family is just so very, very touched by yours and your family's gracious and loving gift, and we just thank you so very much. You know, we don't know when our home is going to sell. And living here in northern Idaho, which is where we intend to stay, many people are like, are you coming back home to Pennsylvania? And trying not to offend anybody or to be too quick to react, but we both are like, are you absolutely kidding me? There is no way. We just love it here. We love it here in Idaho. And the winters can be, you know, unpredictable. There was a point this winter where I was... Um, having to walk out in negative four degrees to our truck that I parked out at the gate a mile away so that I could be sure I could go get the mountain man from the airport. He had gone on a job in Georgia, and the truck wouldn't start at negative four. It's diesel. didn't fully gel up. It was just really having a hard time, and I didn't want to kill the battery. Walking back, I took a shortcut and ended up in over... Uh, waist-deep snow, you know, so living in a wall tent through winter is not really walk in the park. It can be done. Many people out here have done it. We did it in, up until December 11th, our first year here. But to have the security, knowing that if our home sells later in the year, that we will have a roof over our head, that is just such a tremendous gift blessing and added a lot of peace. So, Miss Elizabeth, I look very forward to meeting you sometime this summer. And uh, thank you for loving our family. It's just such an awesome feeling. Awesome feeling. So, thank you. Oh, I was trying really hard to keep together through all that. Because <laughs> that is one really tremendous gift. So, the other beautiful thing was She knew that the mountain boy was out on his own already in an apartment, and she said that the guest cabin is there if he would like to be with us versus being that far apart, you know, that he was welcome to that as well, so, uh, and after talking to her, she had sent pictures, and all I could do was just sit there and cry. It was just an amazing, amazing thing, so... You know, I'm wrapping things up. I'm sharing things with you. I'm, I'm catching you up, I guess is what I want to say. Catching up on all the things going on. But, you know, I want to use this opportunity to focus on this amazing thing that Elizabeth did. And many of you do. And if you don't, I want to encourage you to be a light to others. You know, that was a substantial substantial gift and uh, just to give us a place to regroup and get back on our feet but you know sometimes you are aware of people in your church in your neighborhood in your children's school that might be hurting that might have gone through circumstances that may have lost all their belongings to fire that deals with depression, that just lost a spouse or a child. Or There's so many circumstances in life. Lost a job. It's in a financial crisis. We can be a light in so many ways. And something as simple as a phone call, stopping by, washing somebody's dishes who just had surgery and can't get out of bed, making a meal for somebody, sending them a card, just letting them know that in their walk right now where they feel very lonely and maybe incapable of doing things, that they're still loved and they're still remembered. You know, we have a tendency to focus on people and then getting caught up in our own lives, and we forget about other people. And I want to encourage you to remember them. Even if that means making a list of people that you can bless and to love up on. Because I will tell you this from experience, that when you are walking the hard, and we never know how long our hard is going to take. I have actually been walking this out for six six plus years that my health was declining. It's been three since my surgery and on my healing side of things, and I am just now getting my life and my health back. But through that time, if I would have sat and did a woe is me every day, Lord only knows where I would be. I wouldn't be this healthy. I wouldn't be this in this place. And I would be attracting that in my life. All that negativity. My focus has always been outward. And I'm so thankful for that. And I want to encourage that of each of you. Because when you are walking the heart and you are able to bless people, it gives you purpose. It it gives you a feeling of accomplishment. It just it also just takes your focus off of where you're at and what you're doing and like I said, the positive outlook is so priceless. It will, of course, breed positivity into your life. And I don't know about you. I hate negativity. I just want joy and happiness. And, you know, we can create that in our own lives. Not just by gifting people and loving up on people. But, boy, that is just such a great place to start. A great place to start. And I just want to encourage each of us to be a light. And I want to share this, too. I did a post. And and you do not need to be a believer in Christ or a Christian to love up on other people. Okay? We can do this no matter what our religious thoughts are. You know, I don't want people to feel limited or just has We need to we need to have loving hearts, okay? What I was getting at is on our Facebook page on Sunday, I posted a question. I really wanted to hear people's answers because our subject matter has changed so much over the last three years, directing more in a faith-based preparedness and homesteading. And that's because my walk with Jesus has gotten so, so close and so incredible. And it's one of those things that I just feel that I would be hiding it under a basket if I wasn't being vocal. There have been so many amazing things happen, with Elizabeth being a perfect example of that. But that's just one of so many. and And, you know, God is so present in our lives. And I wanted to know from other people what they thought of when they heard somebody say the word Christian. And for those of us that are believers in Christ and that are Christians, I want you to sit on this and really think about this. The comments I got, and I, I, I opened the floor, I wanted people's honest opinions, and I did not want anybody picking at anybody else's comments. I wanted this to be a, a platform where people could share freely and know they wouldn't be under attack. And 99% of the people honored that. And 99% of those people were very honest with me. And many people shared the negative feelings they had toward Christianity because so many people were hurt. Hurt by individuals. Hurt by the church. Hurt by the hypocrisy that we see. So I'm sharing this today from my heart because I am calling us out. And notice I said us. I am calling us out, all of us, me me included, the mountain man included, my mountain boy included. You know, none of us are perfect individuals and we are going to slip up. I pray that when you slip up and you know that you've hurt someone, that you're willing to own that and address it. Because leaving people hurt ends up in causing people and other believers and other Christians to fail or to walk away. There were actually a couple people that mentioned that they walked totally away from the Christian walk and are now pagans and practicing their own religions. So that's why I say this. We need to not only sit in the pew, but we need to walk the walk and talk the talk. And I just want to call you guys out today to make a stronger, bolder effort to be the disciple that Jesus wants us to be. And I say that because it hurts me when I hear people saying those things. It hurts me when I hear people have left knowing that their eternity will be very different than mine. I am... I love people. I love seeing people shine. I love being able to help people. And I know many of you have those same hearts. And we need to our time is limited. Our our worlds are crazy. I know that. But through the midst of our craziness, when we take time to love up on our brothers and sisters, it certainly does make life have such greater purpose and is so much more fulfilling, and I want to encourage that in you, and if you've never done it before, I certainly want to encourage it for you, because I don't want you to miss out on this beautiful gift that you could give someone else, but also the amazing gift that you're going to give yourself. And it all goes together. Today's topic is the ultimate gift, and the blessings of gifts. And I just wanted to inspire you and encourage you in that direction. We have so much more to share. There is so much going on. And I'm going to be talking next week about the beauties of living a decluttered life. Because that is part of the reason that I have such peace in my home. And also that our major rush is over. And that our home is listed. But we could use your prayers in that our home sells quickly. Um, We are in a position where that is a necessity. And we are seeking God's will. We are seeking God's direction in our lives. And that is our focus. So we can't really make any decisions until our house sells. So we are just praying for God to divinely guide us and He has been so ever-present, and I hope you guys have been able to see just all the miracles and all the blessings as we've walked along this journey. And I just thank all of you for listening and sharing and loving up on us and just being a part of our community. Our community is so rich and so full of such amazing people, and I'm just honored that God has used us as a vessel Um, I share this a lot that, you know, our intention was not to be on the internet. I'm a web designer. I do websites for other people. Uh, It was never a thought that we would be doing this nine years ago. We created the website for us here when we started here merely to appease family members that were 2,500 miles away so that they knew that we weren't eaten by mountain lions, bears, and wolves. So... It just expanded from there and God had such incredible purpose in all of this. And it's just, looking back, it's just so amazing to see his hand live at work in our lives and also in many of yours. Because I'm so blessed to have many of you sharing your experiences with me. And it's just, it's very humbling. So I will leave you with this: be a light, be a bold light and trust more than you fear, and have greater faith than your fear. Oftentimes we're afraid to speak the truth, to share our experiences, to share our testimonies out of what people will think or. And I've just gotten to a place where I don't have that fear. I don't have fear at all anymore rather change a life than bite my tongue so guys i love you all elizabeth you are such a gem you and your family thank you for your love and kindness and you guys have a fabulous fabulous day and god bless you're listening to the mountain woman radio show where you will learn something new every week We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com and be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.